Hey, ow! Please, where's your compassion? Let's kill him! It's podcast time! Group on Grab Your Friends. We'll talk about bear disciplines. We met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time! Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. Hi, Amy. I'm Matt. <laughs> And we are here reviewing of every, reviewing every episode of Adventure Time from the very first episode all the way to the end. Matt? Yes. A daunting task, but somebody has to do it. I know, right? You know what? I'm okay being that person. Yeah, same. I'm on. I'm in it to win it. We're what, 40, 41 episodes in now? Sure. That's nuts. That is nuts. I can't believe we've made it this far. Yeah. How you been? I've oh been okay. Gosh. How about yeah. you? Well, I'm still getting better from this cold. Today it was a much better day for sure. You know, um, I'm feeling like our, our podcast has become episodic. Yeah. Like this is a continuation like last time on Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. Amy has the cold. <laughs> and probably the episode before that one, I had the cold. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. No, it was last time. Oh, no, it was last time. time. Okay. Yeah. No, That's I don't okay. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're an awful person. <laughs> Oh, so anyway, uh, we were just talking about how excited we are to get into our yearly wizard movie marathon. Yes, wizard movie marathon. We watch Lord of the Rings extended edition. Am I right? Only the extended edition. Yeah, totes. And uh, we also watch all of Harry Potter. That's right. Not that stupid Fantastic Beast crap. Ain't for us. Nope. No, we tried. We saw the first one. It wasn't for us. And then we didn't really hear anything good about the second one. So, eh. No. Nah. No. Boo. Excuse me. I'm really excited about... Uh, uh. What's happening over there? Uh, sorry. I just got hit with some heartburn. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about uh, the episodes we're going to be talking about tonight. Because we got two in a row that I think we're both going to come in pretty high on. Yeah, they were so incredible. I was really, really excited about both of them. Me I too. loved them. Speaking of cartoons, over this last week, um, I don't watch a lot of anime. I used to when I was younger, but it's been a long time since I've gotten like invested in an anime series. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people have been trying to get me to watch the show My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. which I, I think it's in the fourth season right now. And over the last week, I've binged the first season and a half. Really? Yeah, I'm loving that show. That's great. I'm, I'm really so excited. glad to hear that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm enjoying my Hero Academia. I'm I'm yeah. liking an anime show again. Cool. That's great, babe. Mm. Too bad I'm watching on Hulu, where there's a commercial break like every 15 seconds. But you know where there isn't a commercial break every 15 seconds? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I, know. I feel like such a hypocrite because like the whole Disney Plus thing, like, oh, we don't need another streaming service. Let's boycott it, and then. You found a really good deal on it, and now we have Disney Plus. <laughs> Honey, I just got to get my rescuers down under on. That's right. Those are not Joanna's eggs. That's, yeah, see, and... <laughs> <laughs> Those are not Joanna's eggs. So uh, I'm also going to use the Disney Plus to benefit our podcast in that it has all of Gravity Falls on it, and I'm planning on doing a Gravity Falls episode at some point. Very cool. Mm-hmm. I like that episode, or that, that show. It's cute. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. It's like the Disney version of Adventure Time. Yeah, except Disneyer. Yeah, it's a little Disneyer. So, should we get on with the show? Yes. All right. Season 2, episode 15, The Real You, and episode 16, Guardians of Sunshine. Sunshine. Okay, The Real You has an IMDb rating of 8.1. Overall season episode 41. It was directed by Larry Leachleiter, Patrick McHale, and Cole Sanchez. Written and storyboarded by Adam Muto and Rebecca Shiga. <laughs> <laughs> the other day. Other day. Original air date, February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2011, with 1.83 million U.S. viewers. Cool. Yeah. 8.1. This is one of the higher ones now. Yeah. It's been a lot of, like, mid-range stuff. It's so good. It's so good. I liked it. Yeah. So the title card is, it's like stars in the shape of Finn's blissful face. It was a very blissful face. So Finn and Jake, who we learn Jake can't whistle. I did not know this. Me neither. But they're headed to the Candy Kingdom castle where Princess Bubblegum, not Buttercup, is holding her science barbecue. They're carrying a gift that Finn made for her, a scale model of the Candy Kingdom made from his own spit bubbles. Did you ever do, like, spit bubbles? 
No, because I find them disgusting. Really? Yeah, spit bubbles are nasty. Ew, stop it. <laughs> I like making spit bubbles oh, as funny. Oh, because then, like, ugh, then you have, like, this cold air spit. Ugh. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Why is it gross? Don't make me uh, choose goose. It, no. No, I will stop. Okay. So anyway, so they made this really cool spit bubble scaled dimensional kingdom carried on a platter and it's pretty rad. So anyway, Jake teases that Finn wants to trade spit with Princess Bubblegum. That means kiss her, which embarrasses Finn. Outside our castle, Princess Bubblegum is setting up a stage and lighting the grill with flambo. And she's wearing a shirt with Rainicorn on it. Yeah, never noticed that till this time. It was adorable. She wasn't wearing her classic pink dress. She was wearing different outfits. Multiple outfit changes in this uh, episode. You notice that all of a sudden they're trying to make flambeau a thing these last Yeah, what's up with that, bro? (laughs) Bro, bra? I don't think it ever quite takes hold. Like the New Jersey accent. Hey, I'm hey. a flambeau. Hey. No way, no how. No way, no how. <laughs> that was my really bad New Jersey accent. Uh, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> hey, no way, no how. It's like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Mario. I'm a flambeau. Oh, no. <laughs> what up? <laughs> Mushroom hat? No problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> We got a new character. Oh, ay, ay, ay. Flambario. Flambario? Yeah. <laughs> Is his brother Flam Luigi? Flam Luigi. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Is great. his anti brother Flario? Wait. Fla- oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wa Flambo? We're off to a good start tonight. <laughs> Wa Flambo. Wa Flambo. <laughs> Like Wombio? Wait. Wombio? That sounds like a Wombat Mario. <laughs> oh, my god! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you are killing me. Okay. <laughs> I'll behave. <laughs> Wah Flambo. Wah Flambo. Does that, that doesn't even have a ring to it. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Must have ruined her day. <laughs> so Finn presents his gift to Phoebe. But when she closes her eyes, she sneezes, popping the bubble sculpture. However, Phoebe thinks the pink tray that it was on is the actual gift and gladly accepts it. Chet and Pump- Pumpernickel? Chet and Peppermint Butler get into an argument over who will be the grillmeister. Pumpernickel? Pumpernickel. Where did that come from? <laughs> I messed up because I, I was going to say Peppermint and Butler at the same time and it came out to... Pumpernickel? Pump. Yeah. All right. I'll, I will take that. <laughs> so they accidentally knock over the grill and Finn jumps in to save the day, putting out the fire by stabbing some meat and throwing it over the flame, yelling, die, you fire. Impressed by his heroic actions, the princess takes him to be a speaker. <clears throat> Impressed by his heroic actions, the princess asks him to be a speaker at her barbecue, staring at him with huge anime eyes. <laughs> Finn starts to hyperventilate, so Jake turns into a paper bag and encourages Finn to breathe into him. Finn fears that he's not smart enough to impress the princess, so he and Jake go to the library, literally the library, to get smarter. After trying to read books about figs and pigs, they quickly grow bored and distracted and start dancing and hollering, which causes Turtle Princess to kick them out of the library. They then seek out pupil worms who run a worm college in an old rotten apple, and I really think this is like my favorite favorite part of the whole episode this is i think the scene that you and i <laughs> quote the most together all the time so finn and jake so good it's awesome so finn and jake try to sneak into a worm class finn disguises his finger as a worm and gives the name of wormy mcsquirmy the teacher says that he's on the list of students but he hasn't shown up for a single class which makes the worms angry and start a fight what is it what is it that they, what's the exchange the exchange here he said truancy affects us all let's kill him <laughs> have you no compassion <laughs> <laughs> werewolf queen it's always werewolf queen so good yeah this scene's just great it's the best and the like the the professor is like legit intense like, yeah he he's is like 
Like crazy town. Like these worms just crank it up to 11, like from zero to 11. Totally. Just on a time. Totally. Just unnecessarily aggressive. Well, what I think is funny is like, so he paints a worm onto his finger and then Jake does the same. And then Finn's like, dude, you can shrink down. So he shrinks down, but keeps his hand like really big. Yeah. Like, doesn't make any sense. It, oh my gosh. It's great. It's so good. If you're going to watch anything in these next two episodes, Watch that scene, and it is, like, the best. It is. It's totally amazing. Good. Yeah. So after getting kicked out of academia, I should have brought the My Hero Academia thing here. I, I dropped the ball. Jeez, Matt. I know. Gosh. So Jake suggests the easy way out, magic. So they visit Choose Goose's magical shack, where he offers to give them the glasses of Nerdicon in exchange for being entertained. Finn starts to entertain him with a finger puppet dance, the same finger that he used to act as Wormy McSquirmy. And um, Choose Goose being entertained. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Um, anyway, being entertained, he's he gives Finn the glasses. Um, all of a sudden, Finn's old perception of reality is shattered as he instantly becomes a genius and understands the nature and of space and the universe. He's like, I got it. With a bulleted list. Izzy writes a bulleted list, and it's so funny because then it flashes the Adventure Time logo with a pencil instead of the sword with a bulleted list. Yeah. So great. I love when they mess with the uh, the logo like that. I do, too. I think it's great. So they head to the barbecue, and Finn decides that, you know, after after another presentation, Finn is invited up, and he presents the bubble creator. He shows everyone a two-dimensional bubble, telling them that it casts a one-dimensional shadow. He then presents a three-dimensional bubble, telling him it casts a two-dimensional shadow. And then he finally shows them a fourth-dimensional bubble, which resembles a tesseract. And it casts a three-dimensional shadow beyond comprehension, causing time and space to later collapse and become a black hole. Finn then tells PB that he got smart by putting on the glasses, which she then asks him to take off because she needs the real Finn. The real you. The real you. So like she... the title. Yeah. Matt. Title drop. So she takes them off, and, and Finn sees the black hole. So then he goes to destroy it, but the bubble creator flies towards him, and he stabs it. So he's like, he takes his sword out. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna destroy this with my sword. And he, when he stabs the bubble creator, it destroys the bubble creator and turns his sword into a fourth dimensional sword. And it's really cool because the the animation they use is kind of like layers of like the color black, and it was just really clever. Yeah, it was and cool. His, and his sword becomes that same kind of like layering, and it's, it's freaking awesome. And he gets an idea and lets himself get sucked into the black hole. Once he's in, the black hole explodes, and Finn comes flying out with no sword. Bubblegum then sobs over his shoulder, telling him that her barbecue turned into a fiasco. But then everyone starts cheering. I just realized this is like the first time you've seen PB get very emotional with Finn. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's usually mean. Or just super cheery. Speaking of mean, uh, Smart Finn is such a jerk. <laughs> I realized this time through. Yeah, he's like, he's mm. very smarmy. He was very, very smug. Yep. So then she catches Finn's list that he wrote down when he had the glasses on and learns that Finn intended to win the heart of the princess. When confronted about this, Finn explains how he wrote all that when he wore the glasses. Bubblegum then kisses him on the cheek, which causes him to pant heavily and faint. And when he does that, she starts to giggle adorable yeah so what do you think of this one i thought it was very cute it was a good story i liked it what about you i like this one a lot i think it's funny yeah like the the academia the worm academia scene is i think one of the funniest scenes in this whole season i i totally agree totally agree they had just have a number of just like funny parts like when they're in the library, their eyes, like, they blink and they make these sounds. And so then they start, like, dancing to the sounds that their eyes make. And it's just so funny. Yeah. Um, it's cute. It's entertaining. The characters are great. Um, there's, like, this red herring of, like, Bubblegum and Finn. And maybe the, the writers just didn't know yet where they were going to take that story. But, like, this idea that eventually they're going to be together, I just think it's adorbs. And, uh, I mean, we know that they aren't, you know, spoiler, ever going to be Together, but but I do think that that idea of him going uh, to get the princess's love is cute, but just a fun story overall. It's great. Yeah, I think so too. Another one of those ones that I think had really good visual and dialogue gags. It was funny. 
This one's a really good time. Yeah, and I think they used a lot of characters in this episode. I mean, we saw Peppermint Butler, yeah. of course, Finn and Jake, Bubblegum. We saw Lady Rainicorn on a shirt. We saw uh, Choose Goose come back. So it's like a, n- a number of um, characters that we've met before and we get to see them again. And I just think that that's kind of cool. Yeah, and I think another thing that's cool about that is like all the characters that are in this or you know, a lot of those returning characters, they all have a moment in this. Yeah, absolutely. Like Peppermint Butler being shady again. Mm-hmm. What are you probably for my cold dead hands? I like Peppermint Butler. <laughs> you got more of him coming this season. Yep. What didn't you like? I I don't know, I can't really think of anything I didn't. This is just one of those episodes that I enjoy watching. Like when it comes mm-hmm. on, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this one. It's always a good time. Yeah, I think it is really cute. Um, we all know how I feel about Choose Goose, but yeah. I will, you know, <laughs> it, he wasn't too annoying. Um, Matt, mm-hmm. where was the snail? So in this one, the snail was under the grill when Princess Bubblegum dumps coal on it. Nice. Yeah. I did not catch him. Me neither. Snail Watch 2019. Snail Watch 2019. <laughs> so what's your favorite line? All right. Um, this is Finn when he and Jake are getting kicked out of the library. It says, we're just enthusiastic about learning. Good line. Yeah, I thought it was great. And my favorite line is from the worm professor. Werewolf Queen. It's always Werewolf Queen. Do we do we ever meet Werewolf Queen? I don't think that we do. Wow. I'm just so curious. Who is Werewolf Queen? There's some more world building for you. Yeah, and I know that he never meets her because he says, when I meet her. <laughs> this guy's nuts. <laughs> Very devious. Yeah, dude. That's a, that's a recurring thing in the show. Worms are just awful. Why? I don't know. I'm so curious. They remember that in like, the Ocean of Fear episode? Or, oh, was it Ocean of Fear? No, no, I can't remember which one. Oh, it was um the Evicted episode. At the end of it, they get back, and there's all those worms infesting, and there's, like, that one giant king worm. Worms. Give me an impression. Hold on. I'm looking up Werewolf Queen. Stay out of academia. So there, there's information on the uh, Adventure Time wiki, but there isn't an actual Werewolf Queen, although there's some fan art uh, of the werewolf, werewolf queen, which I think is kind of funny. Nice. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, we learned something during the during the uh, podcast recording today. Yeah. That's totally. pretty cool. Um. Okay. My impression. Trinity affects us all, McSquirmy. Let's kill him. Love it. Yep. <laughs> Favorite line. Favorite line, hands down. You know, <clears throat> I know you don't like Choose Goose. Yeah. And I wasn't gonna use Choose Goose for my impression until you brought him up. So this is my fault. Yes. Okay. Lately I've been feeling drained. I only wish to be entertained. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I love it. Did, Did you find any trivia on this one? Um, yeah, so uh, Finn's trademark golden sword, like we mentioned before, it's destroyed in this episode. I totally didn't realize that this is the episode that it's destroyed. Yeah, because it becomes fourth dimensional and it Mm -hmm. ends up destroying the black hole, which is, I wonder what the science is, like a black hole destroying a black hole? Like, how does that work? Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I don't (laughs) know. Adventure time science. Yeah. So, I do think, you know, because that gold sword's kind of iconic in the series, and I think that if they're going to destroy it, that was a pretty awesome scene for it to go out in. Yeah, that was really cool. It was yep. awesome. What about you? What about any other tremage? Yeah, so this was interesting. During the Zoom scenes, you know, our Finn's mind's being blown by the glasses. Oh, yeah. So when he puts on the glasses, um, it, like, brings everything down to, like, this molecular level. Like, he just all of a sudden, like, awakens some part of his brain and it like shows all these layers anyway. yeah and it shows like a full view of the earth for the first time and the same image appears on rebecca sugar's promotional art for the episode so this is where you see that ooh is earth and that there's like a giant crater blown into it yeah it's crazy fascinating yeah um also in this episode uh pb calls finn finny for the first and only time in the series uh, earlier this season uh jake called him finny when he was sick I really liked the, I like that pet name. I think it's adorable. Finny. Soup me, Finny. Soup me, Finny. <laughs> so 
Suit me, Finny. Suit me, Finny. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. That is a train wreck waiting to happen. Uh, Earlier, I asked Amy to give me an impression of Homer Simpson. Oh, my gosh. Why are you bringing this up? (laughs) It was so funny. You do your, you do, if you do it, I'll do it. Okay, I can't do Homer's voice at all. Whatever. Whatever. I can't think of any any of Homer's lines. Oh, my gosh. Same not spider big anymore. He's Harry Plopper. <laughs> I can't do his voice. It's impossible. It is not impossible. Obviously, someone mm, does his voice. Donuts. Nope. Mm, can't do it. Donuts. What is it? <laughs> it sounds like Chief Wiggum. <laughs> Why are you just? Because <laughs> it's got like, it's got like an almost nasally sound to it. <laughs> donuts. <laughs> That sounds like Roger from American Dad. Okay, we're moving on. I can't do this. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Each time you do it, it sounds like a different Fox cartoon character. I love this brings you so much joy. Oh, it's great. You cracked me up. (laughs) So do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on its title? Yes, I do. The real you. So Finn and Jake realize that they have lived with BMO for a long time, but have never actually gotten to know them. BMO shares their story, which inc- which includes sword buckling and adventure that Jake and Finn had no idea BMO was capable of. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's got... <laughs> There's a sword. Oh, my goodness. It's buckled. Oh, my goodness. BMO's nowhere to be seen. That's true. D. <clears throat> Given this all uh, creativity, B. I'm going to give this one to B. Okay, for badass. Yeah. And... As far as how close it was, D minus. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to predict? Darn tootin. Darn tootin. You want to predict what the next one's going to be about? Yes. Based on the title, Guardians of Sunshine. Oh my gosh, I love this. I love this guest so much. Okay, picture this. <laughs> Tom Cruise. <laughs> A strange darkness comes over. Ooh, Finn and Jake venture out to find what happened. Now I sound like William Shatner. Um, They come upon the Guardians of Sunshine, who are actually a band. The sun went out because the band broke up due to one of the Guardians' girlfriends wanting to make changes to the band straight up Yoko Ono style. Finn and Jake have to work together to save the band, thereby saving Ooh from utter darkness. Sounds great. Isn't it such a good... I really am excited about this. I really think it's going to be like legit. I think I'm on point with this one. I'm really excited to watch that one. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right any last thoughts matt i think we pretty much covered it all on this one i it's is one of those episodes that i've seen many times before and i hope to see many more times in the future yeah like i i really think um this is one of my favorite episodes of this season i think it's really good awesome. it is definitely yeah we're coming up high on this one yeah hope y'all enjoy it too coming up millhouse everything's coming up millhouse we have also been watching the simpsons lately Maybe a little bit. All right. So, season two, episode 16, Guardians of Sunshine. Has an IMDb rating of 8.0. It is episode number 42 overall. Directed by Larry Leachleiter, Patrick McHale, and Cole Sanchez. Written and storyboarded by Echo Castera and Tom Herpich. Original air date was February 21st, 2011. And it had 1.73 U.S. million viewers. Ooh, another one to cross eight on the Imdibus scale. Yeah. So the title card is an 8-bit image of a smiling guy holding a bomb in front of a frog. Um, you mean a... Bomba? A bomba. Yeah. So the episode begins with Finn playing a game called Guardians of Sunshine on BMO. They complain that the game's enemies and lava pit jumps are too easy. Jake says Finn is on fire and asks, like, fire, like... Dude, you're doing legit and awesome, and asks if he thinks he can beat an especially difficult enemy called Sleepy Sam, which is a little frog that, like, sticks its tongue out and poops out a little thing. It's yeah. Anyway, Finn tries to use the special combo, left, right, left, right, up, round, up, down, A, B, A, B, A. What, what? Oh, nice. What game is that? Uh, that is... It's not Contra, uh, is it? No, it's um, Street Fighter. Oh, okay. So it's okay. I, I never knew that. Yeah. I've always known that, you know, that code, but I never knew what game it actually went to. I think it's Street Fighter. I could be wrong. Cool. Anyway, but 
so he tries to use this like special combo mode move to beat uh, Sleepy Sam, um, but isn't able to finish the mood in time. So the character gets swallowed and spat. It doesn't get spat out. It gets pooped out yeah. of his bum and loses the game. So Finn and Jake groan and throw the controller across the room, telling BMO the game is weak. So Finn says that if he were in the game, he could easily crush Sleepy Sam with his mitts. But then BMO tells them that the game is much more dangerous than they anticipate. If BMO presses a button in a panel located on their pad, the two guys will be transported into this main brain game frame. That is crazy. I like how BMO's in this episode. Uh, Yeah, getting bullied by his roommates. Yeah, like they're not very nice to him. Shocker. Yeah. Okay, so it's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, left right, right, B, A, start. Okay, cool. And that is called the Komenai Code. Cool. Now we know. Yeah. We learned some more stuff tonight. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Okay. So Finn and Jake beg Bimo to let them into the game, but Bimo refuses, telling them that it's too dangerous of an adventure. That's like telling you not to think about chocolate cake. You know, it's like all you can think of is cho- chocolate cake, you know? Chocolate cake. Pie. Oh, you. pie for me, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, it's easy. I don't really think about chocolate cake too no, much. No, but like when you're like telling someone don't think about chocolate cake, the first thing they do is think about chocolate cake. That's true. So anyway, Finn says that it's time for bed. Wink, wink. And Jake, he doesn't really get it. But then he later, he like figures it out and agrees. And he's all like doing these like <laughs> sneaky eyes. I don't know how to explain it. Like, hey, 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 They couldn't hey. be more suspicious. Totally. So anyway, they go to bed and then later they get up. And they go back to BMO, who is sleeping, and uncover him and start tickling him so he pushes the button. The boys are then transported into the game and see all the things in the actual game. And it's super cool. They turn them into 8-bit characters, and I think this is flipping amazing. I think, Matt, you should describe how they look. It, it looks like they are literally in an 8-bit video game. Like, it looks like something straight out of the 80s. It's like... If you've ever seen the movie Tron, it looks a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Jake's fin is like a pyramid instead of a circle, and like it's so cool. I wish they had like Funko Pops of these guys as eight bit characters. I would totally give my a, a portion of my paycheck to that. <laughs> I'm glad you thought it was so cool. Yeah, it's so fun. I really, really liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, so they're um, transporting the game, and they see all things in the actual game. So everything is computerized, and there are these 8-bit characters. As they walk through the cave um, that they originally did at the beginning, so they see the sun. They're supposed to protect the sun. They walk through this cave, and they're able to jump through things. So they walk through that same cave. Jake is like, hmm, something smells off. And they realize that it's this that first jump that was super easy in the game. Um, it's this huge pit that they have to that they have to jump over. Yeah. Oh, you know what? What it actually looks like is like quite. It's not like Nintendo graphics because that would actually be like a step up from these kind of graphics. Yeah, this looks like your old like nineteen eighties Macintosh computer game where yeah. everything's just green and black. Yeah, except for Finn and Jake, they're in color, right? I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Yeah, they are. But everything else is green and black. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So seeing its true size, Finn says that the pit looks only a mite bigger in the game. However, Jake says that they can do it backwards with their eyes closed. So as Jake does this, he falls into the lava, losing one of his lives in the process. So Finn screams Jake's name, and he answers from behind. He's like, I have extra lives. So Finn tells Jake that he has two left, and then Jake jumps into the lava again, losing another life. He's so dumb. Yeah, (laughs) just wasting lives. So, yeah, so Finn rematerializes. Finn suggests that... Losing all the lives in the game might mean dying in the real world, or worse. What is the or worse? That's what I want to know. Or worse. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. So Finn starts to, excuse me, Jake starts to feel bad, but Finn says they're um, going to get over the pit with real world grit. Then he uses Jake's stretchy powers to cross it. After they get across, they hear this sound from behind them and realize that it's Bouncy B, a boss in the game that was super easy before. So they start trying to get ready to beat him, then strike the Adventure Time pose, after which it shows Finn getting drilled in the stomach by Bouncy Bee yep. and losing a life. Yeah, so he takes too much damage and dies. And Jake runs away and mopes over Finn's death before he comes back and reminds him about the extra lives. So they go into the cave some more to encounter Honey Bunny, which is like a slimy bunny, another boss in the game. So Finn tries to get the Bomba, 
which is a bomb, to destroy him, but they cannot get it without the controller, because it's just kind of like dangling above their heads like it would be in the game. So Jake suggests that they flee from the battle, but Finn says that they never run away from Honey Bunny. However, after he fires more lasers at the adventurers, Finn is convinced that it's time for them to go. They need to keep on stepping. Finn says that if these bosses are hard, Sleepy Sam must be impossible. Finn tells Finn Sleepy Sam is ahead of them, and Finn attempts to sneak up on him. He's all crawling, all like army style. and I think kind of suspenseful. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, and he sees Sleepy Sam, and all of a sudden, Sleepy's hand turns to him and releases, like, this huge sonic wave. It's, like, freaky deaky. Yeah, and so Jake's like, I'll help you, and starts, like, trying to push him against the sonic waves. But Finn ends up getting eaten and pooped out by Sleepy Sam. Yeah, and, and like, when it gets pooped out of the frog, it looks like um, a hockey puck. Yeah, it's funny. So with only one life remaining for each of them, Finn and Jake try to run away, but Honey Bunny fires blasts at the duo. So they avoid him and make it over to the pit, while Honey Bunny and Sleepy Sam jump over the pit and land on Bouncy Bee and start riding Bouncy Bee around. It's like this trifecta of evil. Yeah. So the adventurers run through the cave and hit the end of the screen, and they realize that they're trapped. However, Jake sees the Bomba at the top of the screen, and Finn remembers that they can't get it. So Jake tries to pull the Bomba out of the game interface at the top of the screen, and a big error sign comes out. Jake manages to rip the Bomba out and opens a hole in the game that sucks Finn and Jake out. It turns out that removing the Bomba opened up a hole in BMO. Poor BMO. Yeah, BMO gets messed up. He totally does. Finn and Jake escape just before the monsters come out of a hole in BMO's side. In BMO's side. And BMO's like... Hurry, run! And they're like, you can see him like sticking out of his side. Oh, I feel so bad for him. Anyway, so Sleepy Sam and his cohorts break a hole through the wall of the house, the tree house, and are about to kill Finn and Jake. But then they notice the sunshine outside. So they stop attacking Finn, telling them that all they wanted to get to was the sunshine, and to kill Bimo for imprisoning them in the game. So Finn tells Bimo to push its button, but he can't because he's trapped by Honey Bunny, all slimed up. So the monsters realize that Finn and Jake are friends of BMO and start attacking them. Which one is it? Sleepy Sam is, uh, he's like pinning Jake down and licking his face. So the monster, yeah. He's like sucking him up in his lips and yeah. Jake's like, save yourself. So yeah, so Jake's being eaten by Sleepy Sam and BMO tells Finn to use the combo move that he can never pull off when he's playing the game. But he does it in real life and destroys the monsters. BMO then scolds Finn and Jake for going into the game and blames them for most of the damage of the house. Rightfully so. However, Finn tells it tells Bimo that now he knows what is in store and wants to play the game again. Angrily, Bimo starts to perform the combo move, and Finn tells him that he was only joking. The episode ends with a screen that says, game over. Game over. I'm very curious how you felt about this one. Dude, this was a cool episode. I was, like, totally down with this episode. I thought it was really clever. I love the animation in this, in this episode. It... It was kind of like it broke up Adventure Time, like, in a good way. Like, broke up the episodes, broke broke up, like, hey, this is a different idea that we're going to use, even though we're going to have those same characters. It's super cool. Super, super cool. Yeah. This might be the first episode to break apart, to break from the um, the usual formula of the series. I yeah. mean, the story is much like any other episode of the show, but it's... The yeah. way they presented it was really cool. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I thought Jake was dumb, wasting his lives like that. <laughs> yeah. It seems like a Jake move, though. But it's so funny because they do that, like, in a lot of video game movies where one person will be like, oh, I'm going to die, like in Jumanji. Yeah. So um, I wrote down that this is just like the movie Tron, and then I was reading in trivia afterwards that the plot of this was supposed to be like the movie Tron. Yeah. It's funny. We were just joking. I was just joking about Tron earlier because we were going through Disney Plus, and I saw the Trons on there. I was like, oh, we can watch Tron. The joke being, Mm -hmm. I don't like Tron. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, Matt. That is okay. But it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Sucked into a video game. So this was the best viewing I've had of this episode. Oh, yeah? Ever. I've seen this one a bunch of times because this was one of the ones that was constantly on circulation on uh, Cartoon Network. Like, uh-huh. I felt like it was, like, either this or Slow Love. It was, like, <laughs> always between those two episodes. I'm like, I just got sick of seeing them all the time. Sure. And luckily, like, it, now it's been years since the last time I'd seen this one. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it this time. Cool. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was such a good episode. Yeah. Also, I think this this was uh, like the whole chase at the end where mm-hmm. all the enemies are ganging up on them in the game and like Finn and Jake are trying to get out. 
I actually thought that was the most suspenseful scene. Oh, really? Throughout the series up to this point. Huh. I was like, this is actually, <laughs> I was like getting into it. I always find it funny how characters, like the bad guys always like eat Jake first. <laughs> and like it's up to Finn to save Jake from like the baddies. Like, think about, like, the tree witch was, like, sitting on him. <laughs> You're right. <clears throat> and, like, Jake. and the other witch, I'm not married, had to, I mean, Jake was kind of being a, a jerk, but um, had to, like, save Jake from that also. Yeah. Funny. So, so what are some of the things that you liked? Um, I do think the whole, like, uh, simplicity of Sleepy Sam's, like, eating characters and pooping them out was really, really funny. Yeah. It was really great. I love how they have that 8-bit Adventure Time like logo and they had, you know, 8-bit characters. I just think that was super clever. And remember when the Simpsons did something like this? Yeah, they did a Tron episode too. Yeah, and I didn't like it as much as I like this one. I yeah. thought this was actually super good. That was one of the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Mm-hmm. It, Homer gets sucked into the TV and it looks just like this. Yeah. And when he's in there, like he can communicate with the people outside and they're asking like, what is it? What's it like in there? He's like, has anybody seen the movie Tron? And they're like, no. <laughs> and Wiggum's like, yes. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. And oh, you know what? Also Family Guy. Did Family thing. Guy do this too? Yeah. Well, he's racing. Peter's racing in a Tron mobile. Oh, that's right. I yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We just watched that one like last week. Yeah. Why, why are all these signs pointing to Tron for us right now? Like, <laughs> So, what did you like about it? You know that I I'm a retro gamer primarily. Totally, totally. I almost almost exclusively play old video games. Mm-hmm. I just I love the style. Like I don't know, it's just like a nostalgic thing for me. Like I love the eight bit music. You know, I love like my Mega Man and Castlevania, old Mario games and stuff like that. Yeah. So I really appreciated the whole eighties game vibe that this episode had going on. Sure, totally. What's your favorite video game? I I don't know, like. I feel like it's got to be the original Castlevania. Really? Yeah. Like I thought you would say Mario 3. I want to say Mario 3, but I think of the game as a whole, uh-huh. in Castlevania, I can I can beat without wanting to rip my hair out. Really? And Mario 3, I've beaten twice ever. Wow. And that game gets so difficult. It is. Like, we, we play that game a lot, and um, we'll get to World 8, and I'm like, and I'm done. Yeah. It's like next to impossible by that point. Yeah, totally. What's your favorite video game? Frogger. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. I love Frogger. I thought Mario 3 was your favorite game. Uh, It's second favorite. Uh, But Frogger has always been a lifelong love. I remember, so I used to take piano lessons and they had Frogger on their computer. And um, while I was waiting for my turn uh, for the lessons, I would go on their computer and play Frogger. No way. Yeah, I love it. Oh, man, we were just at an arcade last week that had Frogger, too. Mm-hmm. I wish we, we should have played some Frogger. Oh, I didn't know they had Frogger there. Yeah. That's cool. Of course, we're, like, huge fans of Mario Kart. That's that's mm-hmm. a good one. We like playing some Donkey Kong Country together. Oh, totally. That's really good. And then Pinball, which isn't, like, a video game, but it's it's been kind of fun to play recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy about it. Really cool. We gotta find a Tron pinball game. No. <laughs> <laughs> anything you didn't like? No, I think if anything, it's just the fact that this one was played so regularly on TV back in the day that I just got burnt out on it. But that has nothing to do with the quality of the episode itself. Yeah, it's it's really good. It is really good, and I think that um, this episode is is a definitely a must watch and. Um... You know, definitely high on our list for sure. Yeah, and you got a lot of cool finisms like Bomba. Yeah, Bomba. Calling his hands his mitts, which I love. Yes, yes. I've I've totally adopted that into my language. Yes, you have. Is there anything you didn't like? No, no, nothing I didn't like. Cool. I thought yeah. it was just all around good episode. It, it was fun. How many? You know what? Actually, I even liked, so like the characters when they come back into Finn and Jake's world and like the detail that they have on these characters, like- just so cool and like so the one of the monsters like the bunny i think mm-hmm. was like all slimy and just like the the layers of slime and just how they i don't know um animated that was really really neat I yeah thought, i thought it was pretty clever i think so too mm-hmm. i think it's cool how like how different this episode and the one before it are mm-hmm. and we liked them both a lot yeah i'd have to say i like this one better than the other one hmm I don't know which one I like more. I think I might like this one more too, but I still like the other one a lot. Oh, too. absolutely, absolutely. 
Yeah. yeah. But if I were to like rate them now, I'd put this ahead of it. Cool. I had I actually had no idea how we were going to feel about this one. Really? When we were going into it. I was like, Guardians of Sunshine. I wonder if she's going to like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was good. That was really good. Nice. So Snail Watch? Snail Watch. Ooh, where is the snail? It was uh, in the entrance of the tree fort when the Guardians of Sunshine monsters escape and push Finn and Jake out of the house wall. Cool. Yeah. I missed him again. No. Matt, you need to keep a better eye out for the snail. Sometimes, too. I'm like, hey, there's a snail without having to read it. You know, you you really are hurting his feelings by not acknowledging his presence. I know. This is a really depressing Snail Watch 2019. Snail Watch 2019. The Reckoning. (laughs) This time, it's personal. (laughs) All right, Maddie, what was your favorite line? Easy pizzy. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Disregard that last bit. <laughs> Easy peasy, living breezy. Oh, I love it. That's yep. Great. It's, it's uh, I think, one of the more iconic lines from these bunch of episodes. So what's yours? This is Finn, and when he first gets into the 8-bit world, he says, I'm looking at my bits. They're math. And you can see him looking at his legs, and he like looks at his legs, and it's like the ones and zeros all rolling, running through his legs. Yeah. It's really funny. Literally math. Literally. Do you want to give me an impression? Uh, after you. It's going to be uh, Sleepy Sam when they get into the real world. Check it out. Sunshine. Oh, I love it. Good job, Maddie. Thank you. So one of the pieces um, in the game is that they can collect coins. And when they're in the 8-bit world, it's really cool because they, like, collect these coins and they, like, recognize how heavy they are. And, like, they're these, like, the animation was so good, Matt. Yeah, it's awesome. So anyway, so they get attacked by the, the Guardians of Sunshine monsters. And um, at one point, they lost a bunch of their coins. But Jake says, look, Finn. Oh, my God. I can't do him. Do it. Look, Finn. The important thing to remember is I have one coin. Awesome. And he, like, hugs a coin. Okay, go ahead and laugh. Just do it. (laughs) I I did. I I did a little... (laughs) (laughs) It's a horrible impression. That was not your worst, Jake. You're getting better at it. <laughs> Thank you, question mark. <laughs> All right, any trivia? So Jake said that they would take the coins to the real world and that they would be rich, despite the fact that they keep a rather large treasure in their house, which would imply that they're already rich. Yeah, totally. Um, when Finn looks at his leg and exclaims, my leg is math, we see it is a binary code, like I just mentioned. Uh, when decoded, the stationary code on the second line reads Finn's leg, and the other lines read, hello, world. Awesome. That's so cool. So that is, I love that. Me too. So cool. I love that they actually put the thought into that. That's that's awesome. Me too. So, okay. So I knew I recognized some of the sound effects in this one. So this episode has many sound effects from the Mega Man series. Oh, cool. That's one of your favorite ones. That is one of my favorites. I have uh, used to do security work and I, just to kill time, downloaded all of the original six Mega Man games on my phone uh-huh. and beat them all at that job. That's crazy town. And uh, yeah, so I can't believe that it didn't register for me that these were Mega Man sounds. Oh, cool. So, you got anything else on this one? Nothing that we haven't mentioned before. And like, we know that the digital world originated with the movie Tron. Tron. So this is like something that we know. Every time you hear the word Tron in this episode, take a sip of soda. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the soda? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we... How you doing? How you doing, big guy? <laughs> The soda. (laughs) My favorite is when Stewie was like, Brian. (laughs) Where's the graham crackers? (laughs) They're on top of the fridge. Can you come here? Oh, Brian. (laughs) We are going to get ants. We are going to get ants. (laughs) Be right. Okay. Okay. I'm done. Uh, Matt, what was last week's prediction? Ooh, okay. Your, your prediction for this episode was so off. It was redundant. <laughs> a strange darkness comes over. Ooh. Finn and Jake venture out to find out what had happened. They come upon the Guardians of Sunshine, who are actually a band. That's That does sound like a band name. Yes, it does. So the sun went out because the band broke up due to one of the Guardians' girlfriends wanting to make changes to the band, straight up like a Yoko Ono style. Finn and Jake have to work together to save the band, thereby saving Ooh from utter darkness. So what I like about this it sounds like the plot of, like, an 80s animated movie, like Heavy Metal or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
harder edged animated movies from the 80s. <laughs> and I love that stuff. Yeah. So I'm giving this an A. Thank you. Thank you for that. Awesome. As far as how close it was to the actual episode. F minus. Saving you from utter darkness. Sun went out. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sun in their house at there... the beginning. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime, you mean? <laughs> yes. A strange darkness comes over ooh. D. D okay. minus. <laughs> D minus. <laughs> but it's still great. I got double Ds. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yep. For <laughs> double deliciousness. That's right. That's right. <laughs> do you want to predict what the next one's going to be? Yes, I do. Based on the name. Okay. Death in Bloom. <sighs> okay. So there's a powerful witch that puts a spell on the flowers in the Candy Kingdom. Sadly, one of PB's protectors die when picking flowers from their for their beloved princess. Finn and Jake reach out to the King of Ooh for help, even though he hates Finn and Jake for stealing his prized pig. <laughs> I, I don't want to give too much away, but I'm actually very surprised how much this actually has in common with the episode. No. Oh, yeah. You, well, you'll have to see. Okay. I can't wait. Nice. And I don't think it's one that you've seen before either. So no, I haven't. Cool. I haven't seen. I think, I think there's like, if we base it just on like the titles. I wouldn't know, like, and I and I've I've looked at the titles and I wrote I wrote my predictions, mm-hmm. and but there's episodes I've seen that I just don't know. Like, I mean, there'll be some like up in a tree, like I know that one, yeah. But other ones, I'm like, I don't know the title, I don't know. In fact, up in a tree might be the only episode that I know by the title, <laughs> yeah. Except for maybe like Card Wars, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get to that one. Oh, I love Card Wars it's too. So good. Oh my god, floop the pig. I floop the pig. I floop the pig. <laughs> Matt? Mm-hmm. I floop the pig. I floop the pig. Okay, guess what? What? We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Yes. Oh my gosh. You need to pump the brakes there, bro. Sorry, I got a little excited. <laughs> All right. You want to kick it? All right. So this is regarding the Naruto references in the Chamber of Frozen Blades. So we were talking during that episode about the fact that uh, there are a lot of Naruto references in it, and neither of us watches Naruto, so we asked if any listeners could uh, fill us in on some of these shout-outs that the show gave. So we got um, some feedback from somebody at on- At Live and Let Die? Yeah, 56? at Live and Let Die 56 on Twitter, who says that the hand signs that Finn and Jake use to summon powers are much like the ones used in Naruto to perform various jutsus. And there's a follow-up to that. So this person w- was cool enough to actually rewatch the episode for us and try to find all the Naruto references. So we got a few more. So when Finn ninja kicks off the edge of their lookout point in the beginning of the episode, and when they first land in the Ice King's house, he holds his arms behind his back in a way that looks very similar to the way that the characters run in Naruto. That is so cool. I didn't even notice that. And I love that he pointed that out. Yeah. So many dub this running technique the anime run or Naruto run. Do you want to read the next one? Sure. The symbol of the Yuzumaki clan, the clan of the main character, Naruto Unzakamaki. And Yuzumaki, can you edit that? Unzumaki? Unzumaki, thank you, can be seen drawn in the first edition Ice Ninja book. The symbol appears to be a simple swirl, much like the one ones a student would draw while bored in class. Members of this clan have increased healing abilities and possess... Uh, strong life forces making their lifespans longer. Awesome. And then the last thing we got is the magic that they use in this episode is called Frigid... <sighs> Frigiditsu? Frigiditsu by Finn and Jake in the Meditation Circle. There are three main types of jutsus in Naruto. Ninjutsu, Taijutsu, and Genjutsu. I'm sorry about my pronunciation. So this could possibly correspond to Adventure Time 2, meaning that there are multiple types of ninja magics in Ooh. That's so cool. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I had a good talk with uh, Live and Let Die on Twitter after you sent all this stuff. And also, their um, their picture is Seuss from um, Gravity Falls. So, love that. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, man. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks a ton. All right, Matt. Any last thoughts about this uh, episode? I can see why it was on such regular rotation on TV. It's mm-hmm. it's very memorable. It's a lot of fun. Um. It really broke up the formula for the show again. Like, 
and you start seeing more and more of that uh, over the next couple of seasons. So this was kind of a game changer for the show because there are other episodes coming up in the future that are also done in a different animation style. Really? Like this one, like they don't do this again, but there's one that's done in like an anime style. There's mm-hmm. one that's done in with like stop motion. Hmm. And that's way later in the series. But yeah, so this is the first one to kind of do that stuff. That's really cool. It's so a pretty important episode. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, I love this episode. That's all I have to say. Ditto. Awesome. Ditto to everything you just said. Yeah. I'm so glad that we enjoyed these two so much because I yeah. know there have been a few episodes this season that we didn't come in too high on. Yeah. But again, it's like the ones that we are coming in high on, I think, have been some of the best episodes of the series so far. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. All right. Anything you want to plug? Ooh. So I'm um, hoping as of tomorrow, Amy's brother and I, uh, Hans, will have the first at least three episodes of Pop Trouble, the Roots of All Things Cinema podcast. And we're going to be covering total 100 movies that Hans deems to be some of the most important movies ever made. Yeah, so so, so his list was really interesting. Um, he actually, like, year, like years ago, sent out to... There's seven kids in our family. He's number four of seven, and I'm number five of seven. And uh, anyway, so he sent out a big li- his list, and he's like, hey, what do you guys think of this list? You know, what are your... Would you change any of this? Would you make it different? And so it was really kind of cool to give him our, our input and, and see what he, uh, like he took into consideration our thoughts and then created his list. And um, and uh, it's it's been uh, interesting to see what movies he's included on this. So just watching tons of cool videos. I was uh, editing our episode today on um, The Princess Bride. I love I was that movie. thinking, oh, this is a lot of fun to listen to. This is going to be good. So, so yeah. check it out. Check it out. If By Monday, that. you should have it out, you said, or tomorrow? Uh, yeah, the first three episodes should be up by the time that this episode is up, for sure. Awesome. Really cool. Awesome. All Anything right. Anything for you? Nope. I'm good. All right. Yeah. So, Matt, where can you find us? Oh, well. <laughs> oh, man, I absolutely need my notes. I can't. Oh, my God. You <laughs> cracked me up. anything. You can email us at ohmygloppodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, sure. At Twitter and Facebook at the handles Oh My Glob Podcast. Oh boy. Our website is Oh My Glob Podcast at WordPress.com. Ha! Twitter handle is at Oh My Glob Podcast. Oh my God, I already said that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was scrambling through my notes. Oh, but, Matt. But you are right. You can rate and view us on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. And if you, uh, fancy a little download of anchor.fm you can leave us a uh, voicemail yeah which is super fun and we'll play it on the air we've gotten some great voicemails uh so it's been pretty rad yeah it's free to sign up for anchor takes like two seconds yep send us a voicemail please yeah just do it. it anyway so this is another episode of oh my glob an adventure time podcast i'm amy i'm matt and we'll catch you on the flip catch you on the flip side bye bye